Alrighty, here we go with episode 23 of Wall of Sound up against the wall. My name is Brownie, thanks for checking us out. If you haven't done so yet, check out wallofsoundau.com online. We're an online rock publication site based in Australia. And if you're on social media, just search for Wall of Sound AU across the board. Coming up later on today, we are going to have Liam Cormier, frontman of Cancer Bats, join me for a chat. The band are returning to Australia to support Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. But we're going to focus more on the band, what they're doing, and if there's some new music the band are working on soon. We'll find out more details as he joins us later on. Plus, we're going to check out a brand new song on the way soon for Earthcaller. And take a look at the Melbourne band who just announced a 10th anniversary tour of their debut album. Looking forward to that one. But let's kick it off with this band here who were actually a recommendation from our writer Dylan Tomasi. It's Rollo Tomasi, The Scales of Balance and Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Hey, it's Dylan from Deadlights, and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
back from the Muir on Wall of Sound up against the wall and they are going to be touring the country with Diada's Murder in 2018. For all the details you can head to wallofsoundau.com and just click on that touring page. Now big news out last week was Story of the Year finally released their Pledge Music album. You know the one where they asked for donations from fans to make it. It is a fantastic work from the guys and uh, I wasn't intending on checking it out before the end of the year. However I'm glad I did because it's made its way into my top 20 albums of the year. I'm going to play for you the opening track right now. This is How Can We Go On? Brand new story of the year from the album Wolves on Wall of Sound up against the wall.
of sound up against the wall with Brown. What's up, it's Josh from Earth Caller, and this is Wall of Sound up against the wall. Is this the one to believe? They will conspire against you. Weak way into the trap, with thought is thought. Right now, you can take it back. That's in the past, it's the present. Those who fight the power of bullet, I'm lasting. Life will work, but can't work. 
It's a brand new song for Earthcaller. It's called No Forgiveness on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. You can get that right now when you pre-order their new album, Crystal Death. Just go to the band's Facebook page for more details. Another band who also have an album out in January is Machine Head. And uh, the band just put out the video for this song here, Catharsis. You can check that out as well at wallofsoundau.com. But here it is for you, Metalhead's brand new Machine Head on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Anybody else counting down the days until you see them at Unify? Architects and Wall of Sound up against the wall. Let's get into this guy. Hey, what's up? It's Liam from Cancer Bats, and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. We are counting down the days until Cancer Bats make their triumphant return to Australia alongside Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Frontman Liam Cormier joins me right now. Mate, how the fuck are you? I'm doing so good. I always have, like, one of the greatest moments talking to you because not only are you the frontman of one of the best upcoming bands in the world, but you're just a genuine nice guy and uh, so easy to talk to. <laughs> well, cheers. Dude, that's why I also like being on the show. Look, it wasn't that long ago since you guys were down here doing your own headline tour with High Tension. Uh, now you're coming back again next year. Does this mean we're going to see an album or any kind of new music released between now and then? Um, I don't know if I would say between now and then. I would say between now and the end of time, for sure. But <laughs> no, like specific dates or anything like that but we are working on some new material right so there's something brewing in the background any chance we'll get to see hints of it when you're here or is it just going to be a set list for the ages i think it's set list for the ages but man you know you know us and our poker faces we can't hide anything <laughs> so i don't know i feel like we'll be super pumped uh if we have some new new songs worthy of Australian ears, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, you know, it's hard to keep a good bat down. I know exactly all about you boys. Um, this leads me to the next question. You're doing the Hail Destroyer 10 year anniversary tour next year. Is that kind of where you're going to go with this set? Um, I mean, I think everybody knows that we love kind of like playing things from every record, especially on like a support where we only have like 45 minutes. I feel like to dedicate that much time to hail might be a little bit too, I don't know, indulgent. If we had like a bit more time, I think I would, but we'll play as many bangers, you know, and we'll ask the internet, the Australian internet, what they want to hear too, you know? If people are like, I want to hear regret, you know, or any of those, like we'll probably know how to play at least a couple of them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like you've done too much in between that time. Right? Now, um, we just missed out on uh, featuring Cancer Bats on last week's episode, which was a full covers episode, nothing but cover songs. You guys have put out one of the best cover songs of all time in Sabotage. Um, any plans to cover anything in future, not including Bat Sabbath? Yeah, I think, I mean, we, we're definitely heavily known uh, for our covers. <laughs> so, I don't know, I feel like right now, having done Beastie Boys, Bat Sabbath, we've even done uh, The Faint, we covered Agenda Suicide, and um, we've done, like, a Tegan and Sarah cover. So we've done, like, a bunch of stuff, but, uh, yeah, no no real plans, I'll say, to do do anything else i feel like we'll maybe keep with that repertoire i definitely love you know the response that we get doing the bat sabbath stuff so i feel like if we were only ever known for that and sabotage <laughs> i would be perfectly, perfectly okay with that your legacy goes down as being a cover band uh, one of the most heaviest and successful cover bands of all time that's pretty good you know what i just show up to party you know and that's my thing like some bands get bent out of shape like playing covers and stuff like that i'm like dude First of all, playing in a band is, like, fucking sick. 
And second of all, like people showing up to like party with you is the best. So if they want to hear Sabotage covers, killer. You guys want to hear Sabotage for the rest of my life? I'm down. I love that song. You know what I mean? Like some people get a little too precious about like a cover that helps like blow up their band. Yes. Yeah, man, I am down. <laughs> Look, the, the same can be said. I mean, in the past year or so, we've seen, you know, for example, I Prevail, they got big off the Taylor Swift song. But with that said, they had a stack load of songs, you know, behind them to prove they're not just a cover band and they can make it. I don't know why bands get, you know, butthurt about other bands that get big off cover songs. I mean, you're just refining that song into your own style to, you know, put it out there for more fans to discover that artist even existed if they didn't already. Yeah, totally. They found out of they found out about our band because of that sabotage cover. I am down. <laughs> Spot on. Hey, we're gonna get on that cover song right now. Liam, you still cool to hang around? Yeah, totally. Here is Sabotage by Cancer Bats on Wall of Sound up against the wall.
One of the best cover songs of all times from Cancer Bats, covering the Beastie Boys classic Sabotage. Liam Cormier from the band joins me right now. Mate, uh, you're one of the most photogenic and photographed musicians by our Wall of Sound staff. Half the staff members, writers, photographers have all got photos with you. Is that just because you're a down-to-earth and fun-loving guy that you're happy to get a photo and talk to anyone? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. I'm down with the selfies. You know what? Millennials want to take a selfie? I am in. And from your experience, you know, being in the band, playing all these shows so far, have you ever had a moment where you've taken yourself out of the musician's shoes and put yourself into the fanboy shoes and gone, look, I have to get a photo with you, like Ozzy or someone along the lines of that? Uh, well, I definitely did that when i just gotten a Hey Breed tattoo and we were playing uh, Heavy Fest in Montreal, Canada with Haybreed. So I was like, oh, I got to get a picture of Jamie Jossa with me and my new Haybreed tattoo. <laughs> um, I would say like maybe Haybreed's like my exception <laughs> to, the, to the rule where I like fan out. And how did he react to that? Because I've got, you know, Tom DeLong tattoos all over my body and I love Blink and everything he's done. But I worry about, you know, me rocking up to him and going, hey, look, here's a photo of your face on my leg. You know, can you sign it? That kind of thing. Would that be creepy or did he take it well? Uh, no, he was stoked. I mean, we almost got signed to Stillborn Records, like back in for Hail Destroyer, like in 2008. So I feel like he was, you know, he knows the band and he was just, uh, just as stoked. So I was pumped. All right, so Liam, over your uh, career in Cancer Bats and everything else you've done, you must have, you know, had taken a look at the music industry and the way that it's going. I mean, I wanted to get your opinion on everything right now, you know, all their sexual allegations and things like that, Josh Homme this week. Um, are you worried that, you know, there's a big spotlight on the music industry and everything that you do moving forward? Um, I think, like, in general, you know, it's, it's good that there's a spotlight and a dialogue happening with any of these things, and I think it, it's sad that it's taken this long you know for people to feel comfortable enough and like you know that they wouldn't just be shamed on the internet for trying to speak out about some of these people that have taken advantage of the positions that they've been in you know what i mean so it's like yeah bring on the spotlight like i feel like everyone who's abused that like privilege that they've had like within you know society should definitely be looked at and be held accountable for because like it's not hard to not be a scumbag (laughs) Yeah, it's just like there's enough people that are, you know, that are faithful to their significant others or, you know, who are able to have like uh, a conversation, you know, with consenting adults that it doesn't need to be this like brutal, shameful secret. And I think that's the problem with things is that there's too much that happens and there's too much that's involved in these industries that people are like, oh, don't say that about this person or don't bring this up because that'll put you know these other people in in a tough position the only the only downside is i think the kind of like the the element where you know the actions of one person then reflect you know you have one guy from a band who then the rest of his band isn't working or you have one person who produces a television show and then the television show gets canceled and it's like those are the brutal realities but i feel like all of that you know kind of has to be dealt with within you know the situation and i think the more that it is talked about and the more that there is a dialogue then they'll actually be like can actually figure it out and it won't be like well i don't know what to do because this is such a new thing like well and it's 2017 like (laughs) we have to talk about all these things
it's one of those situations, I guess, you know, uh, some musicians have used the, let's call it power, to get to their head, and because they haven't been stopped after all this time, now that it's finally happening, everyone's like, oh, wow, you know, I did all this shit all those years ago, maybe I should, you know, step forward and, you know, come out about it and hope no one says anything about me, that kind of deal. It's how it, you move forward and what you do with it that makes you a better person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I think that's the thing, too, is that there is a certain element of, like, I mean, you know, everyone to a certain degree has, you know, been a shithead at some point. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, like, there are going to be, you know, examples where it's just like, you know, certain things I think are understandable once it's been brought to light. But I do feel like, you know, that they're, like you said, like, it, it is a conversation. Like, it's not like a one, you know, one-sided thing. And I think there are, you know, both sides to to like all of these stories and then that's where the general consensus is like oh yeah no okay i understand this this makes sense or no that's disgusting and that doesn't make sense you know <laughs> so it's just like that's where I, again i think it's like all of these things like whether it's you know it's sexual misconduct or whether it's racism or whether it's you know it's political i think like the idea that you know we were in this world like especially like i've always grown up with punk rock and hardcore being a place of discussion and where these topics even though in in you know in a lot of cases it, it is people who agree with you know left-wing politics and with gender equality and with those things it's like well those discussions still need to take place and then that's where things will move forward you know what i mean so it's just like yeah. yeah like bring it on let's talk about everything like you know let's let's challenge some of those ideas and i mean that was what got me into hardcore in the first place was you know reading Snapcase lyrics and like talking about racism and talking about those ideas of prejudice that you know we're inherently you know like raised with that we're you know may or may not questioning like culturally and you're just like oh yeah this is all important like these yeah. constant dialogues so yeah i'm down it's it's a rough time at the moment now, but let's see what happens in 10 years' time when, you know, hopefully all of this is nutted out and we have a better understanding and a better idea of how musicians should be portrayed and how they should behave in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's the thing. Like, we're all evolving always. So if anything, yeah, to, as long as, like, people have that confidence to speak out and to also talk about it, then it's all the better. Look, uh, I didn't mean to get so deep and meaningful right then and there, but let's get back on track again. If we could get on one song that you think best represents Cancer Bats and what you guys stood for and, and where you guys have come from, what do you reckon we should play right now? Um, uh, Maybe, you know what, let's go back to the OG. Let's play, um, I think one of the best songs that represents this is probably Pneumonia Hawk. That was our first record. All right, we're getting that one on right now on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Cancer Bats and Wall of Sound up against the wall. They're touring in February alongside Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Get your tickets from destroyorderlines.com.au. Liam Cormier from the band joining me right now. Mate, we're currently going through our Wall of Sound year in review series where we take a look back at some of the best albums, singles, videos and things like that. You actually got involved with this when we were first starting up as a website and gave us your thoughts in 2015. You gave Clutch Album of the Year, Super Heaven's Gushing Blood Song of the Year and Justin B. Sorry, video of the year. Is it too late now to say sorry? Um, any regrets with those decisions, or you still stand by those songs? No, I still stand by all those. Also, yeah, that Bieber video was great. Now to where we are here in 2017. Have you got any favorites from this year that have stood out for you? Oh, geez. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty like album of the year is definitely like a toss up. I don't know if I could give it to. I mean, Sheer Mag. I'm definitely that like newest Sheer Mag record I jammed a ton. The newest Elder record I jammed a ton. Um, yeah, maybe one of those two. That would probably be my toss up between Sheer Mag and Elder, probably as like album of the year. Um. I don't know, I'm trying to think of song of the year. <laughs> it's hard, I mean, like, because we've got so much stuff, you know, behind us. It's so good to see all these songs come through and, you know, there's music we didn't even discover until I started writing out all these lists that people sent through. So maybe I should just send you the template and we'll go from there. Yeah, maybe give me a second to, to think on it. Because other than albums, I'm like, oh, yeah, what was, like, a good standout track that I really jammed? But, um, yeah, I'll give it a think and then I'll, we'll add some web content to this convo. Sounds like a plan, man. Now, apart from touring our beautiful country next year, uh, what's the rest of 2018 holding for you and the band? Um, well, I guess we have those Hail Destroyer 10-year uh, anniversary shows that we have coming up. And then beyond that, we're trying to figure out the year. It's kind of nice to have like this, you know, kind of blank canvas of the next few years. We're like out of cycle with all of our, our albums and stuff like that. So it's kind of like the world is, is our oyster. Well, Liam, we are counting down the days until we finally see Cancer Bats back in our own backyard. Uh, hopefully some new music comes from that, but with that said, we'll just be ready to party with you boys when you hit the country in February. Thank you so much for the chat, man. Heck yeah. Thanks for having me on the show, man. See you in February.
this is Aiden from Alpha and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. Against the Wall with Browning. Yeah! 
Kenny's Nuts debut album, Stay True. That's I Hustle Every Day on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. That album turns 10 in 2018, so of course the band are going to be hitting the road next month for an anniversary tour across the country. All the details can be found at wallofsoundau.com. And while you're there, check out other tours from Unwritten Law, Cam Cope, Limp Biscuit of Mice and Men and Ocean Grove doing a sideshow for download. And also Silverstein are going to be returning to the country and bringing fellow Canadians comeback kid. That's happening in May next year. All those details, once again, can be found at wallofsoundau.com. But let's get on some new Silverstein right now. From their latest album, Dead Reflection, this is Ghost on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Against the wall with Brownie. Falsifer and Wall of Sound up against the wall and you can catch them opening for Parkway Drive 
when they head off around the country for their Horizons anniversary tour next year. Thanks so much for checking us out. Don't forget to give this podcast a like, subscribe, tell your mates about it and share it around. As we approach the end of the year, it's time to start focusing on Christmas songs. And in the next episode, we're going to have a whole plethora of metal, hardcore, pop punk songs, all Christmas themed as well too. You know, this is a bit of a step up from what you hear in the shop. So something guaranteed to get you moving and possibly even a good playlist for you to listen to on Christmas Day. My name is Brownie. Thanks again for checking us out. I'll leave you with this to get you ready for it. One of the greatest holiday songs of all time from Blink-182. This is Happy Holidays, You Bastard, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. It's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate your guts. I hate, hate, hate your guts. And I'll never talk to you again. Unless you're down with something. I'll never talk to you again. Unless your mom will touch it. I'll never talk to you again. Just ate seven fucking hot dogs Labor Day And my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs And he shit, shit